you want to pull up a thing? So I don't know who picked the song set. Who picked the song set, Corbin? Do you do that? Who does that? Jeff, you do that? I just appreciate the songs he chooses because I feel like there's such spiritual truth in there. Um, Jesus paid it all. I mean, that is such a beautiful concept. And when you think about it, I've been listening to a sermon series by a guy named Tim Keller. The gospel changes everything. The gospel, knowing what the gospel is all about, that Jesus paid everything for us. He took our place. He delivered us. He drew us out of the pit of slavery to sin. And he sets us on a rock and gives us a firm place to stand and puts a new song in our mouth. I just think the gospel, when you know that, the gospel changes how you respond to people, nice people or mean people um, or annoying people, um, people. Um, the gospel changes how you respond to crisis. The gospel changes how you spend your free time. It, it changes how you spend your money. I mean, it just changes. It should change everything. And thus, it would change our surroundings, too. It's just so beautiful. So thank you for that, that song set. And just you remember, God is stronger. So this is Hannah. And I am so excited that she is speaking to you guys tonight. Um, one of the things that Dan and I love as youth ministers is seeing um, our students come up in the faith and then kind of develop their own thinking as far as the Bible goes, you know, like biblical thinking, and, um, and then be able to express that, which is why seniors, if you're a senior, raise your little hand, big hand, whatever you have hand. Um, we would love for you guys to share next week. Um, it can be two minutes. It can be 15 minutes maybe. You might have to check with Dan about that. Um, but we would love for you to share your heart and just say, hey, some things as an example. This is what God has taught me. This is what I wish I would have done differently. This is what I loved about high school and how I could have, you know, how I tried to make a difference and I wish I could have done things another way or I'm glad I did it that way or whatever. But we would love for you to share. And so in that vein, Hannah has been off at school for a year. Woo! Um, U.S. Woo! And um, did, did you ask Dan if you could, like, yeah, she, like, boldness, like, wow, I love it, because God is stirring in her heart. And you know what, guys? There is a passage in Jeremiah where it talks about when the Spirit of God indwells in us and teaches us a truth, it stirs like a fire in our bones, and we can't hold it in. And so when you have a truth that God has taught, you're just like, mm, you just want it, like, explode and just share one. So that is what she's doing. And so please just give her your utmost respect. And um, I think you're a little nervous, but probably. She's not nervous. Look at that. I'm nervous for her. I'm your mama. I'm nervous for you. Uh, I'm not really her mama. I'm just saying I'm a mama figure. Um, but um, anyway, so I'm going to pray for you, and then we are going to get started. And if you need anything, I'm here. Nick's back there. so you can. Nick, I'm volunteering you, too. Um, so anyway, so all right. So let's pray. <laughs> what did you say? What? You're like, what is? Oh, like, what does that mean? Like, I'm with you. You volunteer as tribute? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> okay. You'll speak instead? Okay. Um, all right, here we go. Lord, we thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you for the gospel, which does change everything. We thank you, Lord, that through your spirit, you teach us from your word. And sometimes, most of the time when that happens, we just can't hold it in. I thank you for Hannah, who is willing to share, who has a boldness to share tonight. I pray you'll give her clear thoughts, help her to remember how she has ordered her words, and I just thank you for her faithfulness to share what you have taught her, and for her honesty, and um, I just pray that you will, through your spirit, convict us in this room. 
no matter how old we are, no matter what grade we're in, that you will convict us concerning sin, concerning righteousness, that you will draw us to you, that you will give us a hunger and a thirst to know you more, that we will leave here differently than when we walked in today. And we pray all this in your name. Amen. I might. I don't know. We'll see. I didn't like the ear moldy thingy. It felt weird. Um, I know, like, Dan says, like, he has, like, this pushback for, like, a spit zone, and, like, I've never agreed with that more, because I started waiting tables, and um, I spat on someone the other day, because of this whole braces thing. So, that's fun. Okay. So, yeah, I'm Hannah, for those of you guys who don't know, and I think it was, like, about a month ago, I messaged Dan, and was like, hey, I really want to come speak at youth group, and he was like, okay, sure. What do you want to talk about? Just kind of like checking and making sure it wasn't anything like crazy and I hadn't gone and joined a cult or anything. I didn't. Um, but yeah, so, and exactly like a year ago, I was up here doing like the senior night thing. And let me tell you, a lot has changed in that year. Um, so I'll just give you like a little brief synopsis of how my first two semesters of college went. Um, let's just say the first one was a little rough and the second one picked up. Um, so I started out college um, with no friends outside of Steven and my roommate, and no church, no anything. I had to start fresh, which, like, if you move to a new place and you start at a new school, if you start college, if you do anything, you've experienced that. And so I had to basically reinvent myself at college, and I had the freedom to choose how I wanted to do that, and first didn't exactly take the right path. Um, I got really caught up in band actually marching band because that was always a passion of mine and so even like a week before school started I had band camp and we were practicing for like 14 hours a day seven days a week and it was just crazy and I loved it and it was taking up all my time and I was like this is fantastic I am just playing all day long this is all I want to do for the rest of my life this is great college is awesome and so I kept doing that and I kept doing that and we would have practice five days a week um, and then games on Saturdays. And Saturdays, we would get up at like 6 in the morning, go practice all day, and then we'd play at the game. We'd get home at like 2 in the morning and stuff. So by the time I got home, I was exhausted, too exhausted to go to church on Sunday mornings. So I didn't, like ever. Um, yeah, that's like taboo, I know. You'd be like gasping in the front, you're so right. It was awful. Um, and then, like, I would go home on weekends, and that was, like, the only time I would ever go to church is, like, the few Saturdays I went home. So, yeah, that happened. And let's see. I went to a group called GCL, which is Gator Christian Life, a couple times. But I didn't really, like, connect with them or anything. So I stopped going to that, too. Yeah, really batting a thousand here. Um, I hardly hung out with Steven, I think, that first semester. Um, only, yeah, we wasn't really fond of that. Um, so I kind of just, like, let myself become absorbed in band and classes and everything. And I thought that was totally fine, because I was like, man, you know, band's good. I'm getting exercise. I'm making music. Like, this is all good stuff. And I was like, school's good. I'm getting an education, you know. This is good. I'm going to be a doctor. Um, so, like, I'm doing all the right things, you know. I wasn't doing any, like, hardcore drugs. I wasn't going out and partying every weekend, because I didn't have time to. So... <laughs> I let myself get caught up in all these things, and 
I never, I didn't stop them because like I felt that they were okay things. Like we all have things like, I'm sure many of you guys are like on tennis teams or baseball teams or basketball teams or volleyball teams or whatever it is you do. And that probably takes up a lot of your time and that's like a good thing. But there's a little thing called like a priority list and as believers, Christ should always be the top of that regardless of what it is that we enjoy doing on the side. And for me, it wasn't, he wasn't at the top. He was maybe like third after band in school, because I was like, I need to get, I'm like paying for these classes, I have to go, I have to go to band, you know, like I have no choice, and these things are good, so therefore I'm not doing anything wrong, I am living the life. So, that whole semester went on, I just kept doing that and doing that, and then second semester rolled around in January, still doing the same old thing, still caught up in band in school, even though band was over, I had this great idea to join a band service sorority. Yeah, it's a thing, it's real. It's real, it's real stupid, but it's real. Um, so I decided to join that. They have like a whole process that you have to do the whole semester and they have like all these things they make you do. Of course, they're not like hazing or anything like sketchy, but they just like have all these things. And I was like, man, this is so much fun, right? Like I kept telling myself, I was like, this is fun as I'm crying like to sleep at night. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is so good. And so I, that was like another thing that even though band was over, I was still like caught up in band and band people. And I was like, I'm good. You know, I have a group of friends. They're all band kids. We all just sit in the library and we tell really stupid jokes. Um, you know, some of them uh, use profanity as like every other word to kind of juice up their sentences. Some of the jokes aren't exactly church appropriate and stuff, but like, that's fine. It's nothing like heavy, you know, we're good. Um, I have a good group of friends, but when I first went to college, I had this idea that I was gonna look for forever friends is what I call them. Because when my parents went to college, like all the people they were friends with there and all the people that were like in their Bible studies and stuff, like they're still friends with today. And like even my parents met at college. So I was like, okay, I gotta find that, you know? And I started looking at the people I was around second semester and the people in the sorority. And I was like, mm, I don't really like see myself hanging out with them like months down the road. Like I don't, like even years down the road, like I don't really think I want to spend like forever with these people. And obviously I wasn't because not many of them I think are ex at this point in their lives going to heaven. So I wouldn't even spend eternity with them. So why am I going to spend all this time with them? So that was another cherry on top of the cake, the really awesome cake I had cooked. Um, but thankfully I had a friend named Steven, friend, um, who started bothering me to come to church on Sunday mornings wouldn't stop texting me. So I did, and I joined this weird cult called the BCM, which is Baptist Collegiate Ministries, and they have these things called fish schools, which is like a freshman Bible study kind of thing, but they just call them fish schools, so they're really weird. And that was really awesome, and I was getting plugged back into church and stuff. Like, honestly, guys, if I'm being generous in my estimation, I think I spoke the name of Christ maybe five times my first semester, which was not a lot and like one of them was to like a kid who had also like he had gone to world changers or something and he was in my section so i was like oh my gosh you went to world changers me too and stuff yeah jesus he's really awesome right and like that was it and that was the like most i was doing so yeah that was awful but then i started getting plugged in at church and started attending this fish school and it was really good but i was just so tired because I, I had all this stupid sorority stuff they were making me do and I had school, and I had the fish school, and this was all in like January, and I was just like exhausted, and I was ready to give up. I was like, I'm so over this. I just wanna go home. I wanna see my puppy. I'm done. 
And um, so it kind of reached its pinnacle when we had this joint fish school. Um, so it was Stevens Fish School, I think, and mine. And I guess, I don't know, maybe it was all of them. I don't know, I didn't know half the people in the room. So whatever. Um, so they're talking, and it was really good, and it was really awesome. Lots of people were just like sharing, sharing their testimonies, and we were singing some songs. It was good, and we were going around the room, and then I started to kind of fall asleep because it got to be like midnight, and they like were still chugging, and they had no signs of stopping. So it was getting interesting, and I was like nodding off. And so I think at this point, I was fully asleep with my eyes closed. And this one girl started sharing her testimony and just sharing something she was struggling with. And I wasn't really listening. And Wade, the guy who was, got, who was like heading it up and everything, at the end, he was like, OK, can you tell us your name? We're just going like to take a minute. We're all going to pray for you and stuff. And her name was Hannah. And so you know like when people like say someone's na- like the same name that you have, but like they're talking to someone completely else, but like you're still like, what? You just like keep looking at them. That was me like the entire time during this prayer because they were just like, God, just like lay your hand on Hannah and da 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 and all this stuff. And I was like, the whole time, even though I knew they were talking to me, I was like, they're talking to me. Like that is 100% addressed at me. And oh my gosh, I need to pay attention and wake up. But that didn't wake me up quite enough because about 30 minutes later, I was like, okay, I'm over this. But my friend Carissa, who was my fish mom, again, more weird stuff. Um, don't worry about it, um, left the room, and she was like, hey, I got to go do some homework, because it was a Thursday night, but before you leave, I just want to talk to you for a second, so like, don't leave without you know, saying bye to me kind of thing. And I was like, okay. So then like, I lasted like, maybe like 10 more minutes, and then I was like, I really got to go. I got class at 9 a.m. I'm out of here. So I um, went to go stop by and say hey to Carissa, and at this point, like, I was like, this is, I'm only going to say hi to her for a second. Like, I'm just going to say bye, how you doing, that kind of thing. And even at this point, I had been thinking for the past couple weeks, you know, like, I just can't do this. i got to quit something. So, and at that point, I was like, well, maybe I should just quit the BCM because, like, maybe I just don't fit in here. And that was the issue. It wasn't the issue. But I was like, maybe that's the issue. You know, I'll start fresh next year. The semester's, you know, well, I mean, it had only started because it was, like, January, but it was, like, finishing up, I guess. And maybe I'll do crew or something next year, like RUF, which is like just a bunch of other ministries at UF. And I was like, and I'll have a second go around. Like sophomore year will just be freshman year round two. So I was like, I'll just do that. But then Carissa called me into the room, and she told me that she was like worried about me and just like thought I was like struggling and was like basically calling out like everything that I thought I was covering up really well. So, and it's good to have people do that. It's healthy. Do that to each other. Um, so she did, and I, of course, started crying, because I, um, I have the emotional range, I think, of like a teaspoon, and so, but I get like two good cries a year, so that was one of them, and I got one more left to get me through the year. Yeah, so I was just bawling, and I was telling her, I was like, I'm just so tired, like I'm tired of school, and the stupid sorority, and band, and all this stuff, and I just want to give up, and I want to go home, spring breaks around the corner, I've got a really, really cute dog at home that I just really want to see. And so, like, just let me do that. And just, like, I just want everybody to stop talking to me. I'm an introvert, and this has been so much socialization the first year of college, and I'm done. And then she read me. Um, we read through a couple different passages, and then, like, one that stuck to my, to my mind was Isaiah 40:31, And it's, like, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And so that was, like, more waterworks when I heard that because I just, like, that verse really hit me. Um, and so then she, um, she took out this calendar that she had, because she's like a semi-organized person. I'm not. 
And she like showed me these dates of these events. She was like, Hannah, I really think you just need to commit to something. And I think what you're struggling with is just finding your community and finding your place. And so that was essentially like what I really wanted to share with you tonight is just the importance of having good Christian community around you. So anyway, she pulls out her calendar and she shows me these dates of like different events. Like one was we were having, we called it a weekend at Meg's. It was like a friend of ours in the fish school and we were all going to like fellowship and just hang out at her house for a weekend. And then she showed me like later on was like this BCM banquet and all these events. And so I was like, yeah, definitely. And I looked at the dates and they were literally to a T the exact same date and times of these sorority events that I had committed to. One was this weekend thing in Alabama, this like convention that I'd already paid 70 bucks for too. But it was like the exact same weekend as the weekend at Meg's. And I was like, mm, okay, yes, yeah, I will not go to that. I will go to the weekend at Meg's. And then the BCM banquet was the same time as the sorority banquet. And I was like, okay, the BCM banquet is $30 and the sorority one is five, but I will go to the BCM one. And so like that was just like me putting on paper what I was committing to. Because like I think there are going to be times for all of us where we're going to have to like make a choice of like what we're going to commit ourselves to. And hopefully you don't have to choose between something you really love like band, which was through the sorority, and Christ. But, like, for me, I had to, and I had to choose Christ because, like, in the end, that's all that really matters. Um, so, yeah, I did those, and I committed to those, and then I ended up finding, like, a really awesome fish school family, and we, I was just spending so much time with them. And, like, people will tell you, if you go to the BCM, you spend, like, you go there for, like, an hour to stop by, and then it's 12 hours later, you haven't eaten, and it's 2 in the morning, and you're struggling to find a ride home. Um, but yeah, so just over the two semesters, I just learned how important it was to have a good Christian community around you and just people who are building you up and supporting you because I look at the people in my fish school, and I'm like, wow, I want to be friends with these people for forever, and I want them to pour into me forever. I want them to text me and bother me to go to church, and I want them, more importantly, to give me rides to church because I don't have a car, but um, I just want these people to build me up, and I want them to hold me accountable, and I want all of those things. Um, and there's even a couple verses that I just want to share with you that just um, testify to how important community is. Um, so one is Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, and it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. And then Acts 2, 46 through 47 says, Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Um, so, yeah. And um, I don't know, because, like, it's been a whole year now, which is crazy to think since I've been in youth group, and I don't know how the mentality is, but I know when I was in youth group, we just kind of had like this undisclosed like rule amongst us that we were all going to be one way at school because like it's a small town. We all see each other all the time. We were all going to be one way at school and we were all going to be a completely different way at youth group in front of Dan or whoever was speaking. And like nobody was going to say anything. You know, we were all just going to keep it on the hush hush and we were just going to let ourselves get away with that. And so for a long time, like I was okay with that, of course, till like halfway through my junior year when I got saved, but that was just the prevailing mentality, and, like, we all kind of kept each other safe in, like, that community, but, like, it was 
the complete opposite of what should have been occurring, you know? We should have been taking our church mentality and implemented that at school instead of just like dividing them. You know, like we should have been the same people and had the same faces. So that's how it was when I was in youth group. And like I said, I don't know you guys' hearts and I don't know if that's still the issue, but that was a big issue when I was in youth group. So I just kind of want to challenge you guys today to change that, to not make the same mistakes as me, even as a college student who like should learn some things by now. I didn't learn anything um, made. Again, I think like last time I spoke last year at the senior night thing, I was just talking about regrets again. And here I am talking about regrets again. So yeah, it doesn't get any easier. In fact, it just gets harder. But I just really want to encourage you guys, especially those of you who are graduating, and like if you're going to college or you're just going to start a job or whatever it is you're doing, you're going to be in a new place with different people. You're not going to have like your parents necessarily or just like the same group of friends and it's going to be really hard. And so just don't lose sight of what is important and make sure that like Christ is always your number one priority, no matter what it is, because like band isn't bad. Um, band's pretty awesome, but it is when it becomes all you think about and all you do. And for those of you who are still in high school or middle school, I just want to encourage you to change the mentality that I had and that my friends and I had, that it was okay to be, you know, school Hannah, and then there was church Hannah, and I was kind of schizophrenic because I was acting like three different people depending on who I was around. And so just, like I said, just encouraging you guys to change that mentality. And so for those of you who are graduating, um, please call Stephen or I because it's so hard. So please, please call us. Um, and it's really important to have people pour into you, and I think, and it's so much easier when you have a group and you have community, because like it's really hard when you're by yourself to stand out, um, but it's so much easier when you guys like band together and stuff and hold each other accountable and like set goals for each other and check up on each other and all those kinds of things. So that's all I wanted to say. Um, you guys are a youth group and you're awesome. You should all love each other and take care of each other. Yeah, that's all. Miss Michelle is making her way over here. We appreciate her honesty. Don't you appreciate that? It's not always easy to admit. It's not always easy to admit your regrets either. Like I tell you, when you, as you grow up, your life is filled with regrets. And I think that you know, you want to say, don't live a life where you'll have many regrets, whether it be as a mom or as a, especially as a follower of Christ or whatever. And I wanted to end with one verse, and I so appreciate what you say about community because it's so important. Um, we, as fellow believers, we are supposed to encourage one another, as you read, and build each other up. And a lot of times I think you think, um, I think a lot of times you think, um, oh, I'll have more time in college. Do you have more time in college? No. Especially if you're having to work and get yourself through college. And then you might think, well, I'll have more time when I'm out of college. No. And then you have kids and you don't have time for anything. Um, and so um, I just wanted to read this verse to you from Ecclesiastes. And it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. Stephen, you lifted her up. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? 
And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. It's talking about two people, and then suddenly it talks about a threefold cord because it's adding Christ in there. And when you have two people who are pursuing Christ, and of course Christ is in the mix, in the midst of them, then you will be stronger. You are that city on a hill that brightens the world around you. And so I want to just take some time to pray for you. You have a week left of school, some of you, um, less, a chance for you to just um, end strong, um, to be those people who look around and see um, those around you who might need some comforting words or some encouragement, to be encouragements to each other. And I just want to thank you again. Really appreciate it, and we're so thankful. And we're hoping Hannah will come to camp and help out too. I know you got to work and stuff, but um, that's another privilege. Once you graduate, then you can come back and help. And we love that. We do love that. So um, we love that our kids are raised up in Christ, and then they can come back and encourage others in Christ. So would you like to pray to close us out? Sure. And I just want you to notice her tattoo. She is a band. Can I call you a band geek? Yeah. Okay. She is a band geek. Mr. Nick will like that. Look at that, Nick. I know. We love it. And you're so musically talented, and we appreciate that about you. So. Chick-fil-A doesn't love it. They make me cover it up. I'm not salty. I'm a little salty. Okay. They, do, they make you cover yeah. it up? Yeah. That's sad. I'm really conservative. Does he wear long sleeves? Mm-hmm. I'll try it. (laughs) All right, let's bow our heads, you guys. Um, Dear Lord, thank you just for allowing us to gather here today and to just, you know, get that surge of community to get us through the rest of the week. I know every time we meet together, hopefully it's just a time of, like, encouragement and stuff that we can build each other up, Um, and hopefully it doesn't end there, and we just, you know, walk about the school strong together, you know. It sounds, like, so cheesy and cliche, but we are just... We are a group, and we need to band together to just proclaim your name throughout our schools and stuff. And like Ms. Michelle said, I hope that, like, we all finish strong. Um, I know it gets really tiring towards the end of the year, but I pray that, like, we don't take that as an excuse. There are so many excuses around us every day, and we're really good at finding them. But I pray that just because the semester is winding down, we don't take that as an excuse. Um, And so I pray that we just continue to glorify your name throughout our last week of school and throughout this semester and stuff. And that we go into the next school year um, even better than we were before. And I just pray that all these kids have a great last week of school um, and a great summer and that they all get home safely. And I pray all this in your precious name. Amen. You need to talk to a grown-up. There's grown-ups in the back. And um, seniors, don't forget to sign up. Yes. Um, make sure if y'all want to go to camp, the sign-up sheet's over there as long as the senior talk night, whatever it is. But also, um, I would just like to give a round of applause to all the seniors since y'all are graduating this week. Way to go. Y'all made it. Other than that, I think that's everything. So y'all have a good night.